0: This podcast is designed to keep you up to date with the changes in the business and to give you the mindset, tools, and resources that you need to succeed. Helping you navigate the music industry, here's Rick Barker with the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast. So here we are, episode 231. At the recording of this, we are almost out of time. What has been a crazy year of 2020. As I sit back and I look at what took place this year, it was interesting because I had many clients had their best year ever, many clients had their worst year ever. I myself built better relationships this year. Uh, I did not get to travel as much. Matter of fact, I only traveled once. Usually I would have. You know, spoke at five or six different conferences. I would have held a couple uh, events here myself. I would have attended probably a half a dozen uh, half a dozen network events, but a lot of things changed. And that's what I want to talk about today are some of the changes that are going on when it comes to to social media platforms and the changes that I'm going to make, Moving forward now, this is going to go against what a lot of people teach. This is going to go against a lot of people's thought processes. But what I want to get you to do is this isn't what I say is not the end all be all. What I'm going to share with you is the thought process behind it. The facts that presented themselves to me to want to make the change and how that a change, I'm going to utilize that change moving forward. Does that make sense? Okay, so first let's talk about the hashtag. Hashtags were originally designed as a way to narrow the conversation. So let's say that uh, the internet is a swimming pool, the World Wide Web is a swimming pool, and everyone's in the water. But if you wanna talk about dogs, we would throw in one lifeboat and everyone who wanted to talk about dogs would jump into that lifeboat okay so you still got the ocean but then all of a sudden everybody in this group's talking about dogs so whenever you would use the hashtag dogs there was a chance that if somebody else was searching for that hashtag you could get discovered in that hashtag fantastic idea people were hashtagging music Singer, songwriters, then people just started hashtagging the most ridiculous things in the world. But that's okay. That was great in the beginning. Then what happened is people would use the same hashtags across Facebook and Twitter and then realize that those weren't the same conversations going on in there. Then the hashtags got very big. There are certain hashtags right now with millions and millions of posts. So what I've started thinking about lately is one, when someone, we work so hard to get someone to our Instagram page, why would the first thing I do try to send them away from my Instagram page? Think about it for a second. We worked so hard, it's so noisy, it's so crowded. We finally got them to our Instagram page and the first thing we do after they read the comments is we click, we give them a hashtag opportunity to leave. We just gave them permission to leave our conversation. We do not know that if they do leave, that they will come back. So if you're trying to be in the hashtag to be discovered, and there's 21 million people in a singer songwriter hashtag, two things just happen. One, they may get over there and get really interested in what's going on there. And stay there and not come back to you. Forget why they came to you in the first place. That happens to me all the time. I forget why I did something, I guess, because I'm older. But when all of a sudden we work so hard to get them, then we send them away. Then here's the next thing they may start liking some of those people that you just sent them to and may never get back to you. So not only did you ask them to leave you, you just gave them a chance to go build relationships with somebody else. So for me, I myself personally don't feel that that's the smartest thing to do. So yes, even though we're allowed 30 hashtags, even though we hashtag music and hip hop and all this stuff, are, what are you really doing when you send someone away, when you give them the option to leave? You're giving them the ability to go make a relationship with someone else and not make the relationship with you. So how do we counteract that? How can we use the hashtags to build a relationship? Start your own hashtag that is relevant and makes sense to you. The hashtag could be your name, but what you want to make sure happens is that you go in and you tag 10, 15 of your post feeds with that hashtag. So when people go there, they see something. It's like creating your own hashtag playlist. Oh, wow. I love that. Love that. Love that. Oh, that's cool. Oh, great picture. You know, once again, we're controlling the conversation with that hashtag. So let's create our own hashtags. If you are releasing an album, we can do that. What you want to be careful of is that just because you create a hashtag doesn't mean you own that hashtag. So a lot of time you will find hashtag hackers. I don't even know if that's the right word, but people that will try to go and take over a hashtag. For a while, we were seeing reports that you know people would hashtag very innocent things like puppies or kids, and you would go there and there would be porn or hate language and things like that. Anybody can use that hashtag. That's the bigger problem with that. But if you get real creative with your own hashtag you're the only person sharing it. There's a real good chance that you could own and control that conversation. So once again, love the idea of the hashtag. I just don't think that we need to work so hard to get people to our place of where we can build a relationship. And we should the first thing we should do would be to let them leave and possibly never come back. OK, so that's the first thing that I'm changing up is my hashtag strategy for 2021 and until things change. Every year, we have to take a look and see what's changed. You know, this year, everything that I do right now is I'm no longer running Facebook ads, sending people anywhere but two places my website or my Instagram page. That's where I can get the most work done. That's where I can build the best relationship. So, the next thing that I'm saying is that this year, I will also no longer uh, be doing. Uh, like campaigns to my Facebook page. Uh, Facebook has gone and changed a few of the things that it used to be cool. You could see who liked your page. You could invite them to like your page. I think basically what Facebook has done, and I get it, is they said, you know what, let's get back to making it real easy for friends to communicate with friends with minimal distractions. So instead of letting all of these businesses, like a lot of people have liked my page, but instead of letting Rick's posts show up every day in their feed, let's hand pick the ones. And hey, if Rick really wants to get in front of these folks, he'll spend money to do that. And that's the way I look at it right now. I will be posting less on my Facebook page. It will still happen daily, but everything that I'm posting is for discovery purposes only. When they discover me, what is it that they see? that shows them my best stuff, that shows them that I'm active. And then how can I run an ad to this person to get them to see the ultimate message that I'm trying to share with them to make sure that they got to the message that I wanted them to get to. Unfortunately, people really only show up to our pages once, maybe twice. Most of the time, we're just hoping to show up into their feed. So what I have to do is say, hey, while I have your attention, what can I do to put my best foot forward so that you'll want to go on a second date? All right. I hope that made sense. Please, if you haven't done so, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a comment wherever it is that you consume the podcast. It really helps. Uh, a lot of people send me emails and say how much they appreciate what I do with the podcast. And then I go and I look and I see they haven't you know, said anything. Just I love that you tell me. But if you could tell somebody else that you think could benefit from this as well. It would be greatly appreciated. So thank you guys so much. Uh, Enjoy the rest of your day, wherever you are in the world. And I will talk to you on the next episode. Ciao. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. And thank you for the question. As you see, there is no one size fits all model with the music business. So I do appreciate that. To help you figure out where you are and where you want to get to, head on over to the website, rickparker.com and take the Are You Ready for a Manager Assessment? While you're there, you can also click on the podcast link and leave a message. And who knows, maybe you'll be featured in an upcoming episode. If you know someone who can benefit from this, I would really love it if you would give it a share, if you would subscribe it onto whatever platform that it is that you're listening to. And I will talk to you on the next episode. Ciao. You've been listening to the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast with Rick Barker. You can follow Rick on Twitter at Rick Barker Music. And remember... You don't drown by falling into the water, you drown by staying there.